Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and today, first things first, I want to wish all of you, each and every one of you, a very, very Merry Christmas and a happy and a healthy New Year to you and your families. That said, now I want you all to listen up and get a load of this. So, with the signing of both Shohei Otani and Yoshinobu Yamamoto, the Dodgers are viewed as the big free agent winners this offseason. However, that does not, I repeat, that does not mean that the Yankees and Mets should be viewed as losers. Not at all. So, like I said, I want you all to listen up now and get a load of this. You've heard me say this in past weeks. I'll say it again. The money uh, and everything going on in baseball to me is totally out of control. Totally, totally out of control. But like I've said, since I know you people, since I've been doing this podcast, I am a capitalist. I'm all for anybody making as much as they possibly can. Okay, as much as they possibly can. I mean, there is you've heard me talk about fiscal responsibility and fiscal responsibilities and fiscal irresponsibilities. And uh, I'll get into that in a little bit. But listen. It was obvious. And if it wasn't obvious to you people. Then you got to take your heads out of the sand. Yamamoto did not want to come to New York. He did not want to come to the Mets. He did not want to come to the Yankees. And therein lies a problem right away. And this is something that owners, you've heard me say it in the past, Owners need protection from themselves. They have to stop being played as chumps. Now, I'm not saying Steve Cohn is a chump, not by a long shot, and I'm certainly not saying Hal Steinbrenner of the Yankees is a chump, not by a long, long shot. Both guys are big spenders. Both guys try to help and make their teams better. Sometimes you get what you want, and sometimes you don't. That's the nature of the business, and that is the nature of free agency. But, you know, people, it, it's clear, clear that Yamamoto did not want to come. Okay? I, I mean, listen to the money we're talking about. Yamamoto signs with the Dodgers for $325 million, Okay? The, the Mets offered the same $325 million. Yankees offered $300 million. Okay? Now, in fairness to the Mets, and people have been criticizing, I'm hearing it, these stupid remarks. You, you, you know, I, I see, see it on social media. I hear it on talk radio. Stevie Cohn, I mean... King Cone, Uncle Stevie, Stevie Cone, this. He's supposed to be the guy with all the big bucks. Sixteen. He's worth $16 billion. He is the richest owner, the, mo- the wealthiest man in all of baseball of the owners. You know, how could he let somebody beat him out? 
How could he let someone beat him out? At the same time, I'm also hearing, what's happened to the Yankees? This is from fans and media. What's happened to the Yankees? How could they finish third? Third. They they had the third best offer. Not the second best. Not the first best. Not the second best. The third best. Well, here's how that can happen. First of all, just like Otani, who signed for $700 million, Yamamoto signs for $325 million. That's over $1 billion for two players. Okay? The two players are also Japanese. L.A. happens to be closer to their homeland than New York is. So if family wants to come or friends want to come, whatever the case. You know, you might be saying to yourself, well, Russ, does it really matter? I mean, you, you know what? When you're getting down to all these millions and millions of bucks, it guess it does matter. Or throw in the weather or whatever you want. But here's the thing that owners, I, I've said this to you in the past, I'll say it again, and you can bet on it. As sure as I'm talking to you today, bet on a lockout coming, a baseball lockout coming in 2026. Because the numbers in baseball are out of whack. And, and because of these recent signings, you're going to see now other guys are going to fall in line in the next maybe few days, next week, weeks. The money's going to be nuts. You, you, I mean, $100 million, $200 million deals are going to be nothing. And that's got to stop someplace. It can't go on like this. The money's crazy. Now, Yam, let's look at Yamamoto. We've discussed Otani already. Let's look at Yamamoto because that, that's what irks me. The Yamamoto signs with the Dodgers, and, and Steve Cohn is criticized. He, he's criticized like, how could you let yourself get beaten out? You got all this money. Isn't there a point when there is, you've heard me say it time time again, fiscal responsibility? When, when is enough enough? Really, when is enough enough? You want to question Steve Cohn, uh, the Mets owner? He's paying, he's going to be paying $101 million because of the luxury tax for how he went about his business the past season. $101 million luxury tax. Maybe Steve Cohn has said, you know what? Yeah, I got plenty of money, but let's be sensible now. He called, he brought in his new man, David Stearns, to, to run everything for his organization, president of baseball, paying him a lot of money. So let Stearns build this. They want to build it with the farm, whatever. I'm sure they're going to continue to sign free agents. But what what are, we, what are people criticizing Steve Cohn for? He's not what we expected. We're, I mean, how do you let yourself get beat out? I'll tell you how you let yourself get beat out. I said this weeks ago. I'll say it again. 
you you will Yoshinobu Otani has not pitched one inning of Major League Baseball. I don't care how good you think he is. He has not pitched one inning of Major League Baseball. Not one. All his numbers, as glossy as they might be, come from playing over in Japan. Remember this, folks. When guys from here, from stateside, when Major League players go over to play in Japan, they're doing that pretty much for one reason. They can't get jobs any longer here in Major League Baseball. So they go to Japan to make their money and earn their living. Japanese players come here for a different reason. Now that we're going to see what they can do. And I'm not saying Yamamoto is a bust, but to unload a Brinks truck ridiculous amounts of money on somebody who has not pitched in the major leagues, I find that a little bit of shaky ground, especially when we're talking about $325 million. Now, you might say, well, Russ, though, but the scouts and the reports and all these teams, why are all these teams doing that? You, you know, you, the Mets were interested, the Yankees were interested, the San Francisco Giants were interested, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays were interested, the um, San Francisco, what did I say, San Francisco Giants, Boston Red Sox. I get it. And you know what? But I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about all the fans, and I'm talking about all the media, both print, radio talk show hosts, everybody. None of you people have seen this guy pitch. None of them. But they're all voicing their opinions. How can they not? You haven't seen this guy pitch. Until And until you do, you know what? You can have your opinions, but be reasonable with your opinions. Steve Cohn offered $325 million from the Mets. He went over to Japan to see him first. In Japan. Then he had him at his home in Connecticut. Oh, I mean, what do you want? And he offered him $325 million, and he didn't get a chance to up the offer. They didn't come back to him after they got the offer from the Dodgers. So what do you want from Steve Cohn? And, and also, let me explain something to you about the $325 million. Yamamoto gets $325 million. But it's costing the Dodgers $375 million. $375.6 million to be exact. Why? Because the posting fee of $50.6 million is what the Dodgers have to pay to his Japanese team, the, the Oryx Buffaloes in Japan. $50.6 million. So let's call it $375 million. To me, as I said, that's a lot of money, a lot of moolah, a lot of guilt, a lot of shkarol, a lot of yen, whatever you want to call it. That's a whole lot of money. And for me, 
it's even more a whole lot of money when he hasn't pitched a major league game. So I don't think, I'll be frank with you, I don't think the Mets nor the Yankees are losing sleep over not signing this guy. And and I don't want to belittle the guy. I'm not taking away from his ability or his potential ability, what he can do here. But I'm just saying, if I got to shell out all that money, I need to know a little more about the guy. You know, as far as the Dodgers, listen, folks, you know what the Dodgers get in their TV deal? You know what they get from TV? They get $325 million a year from their TV deal. And that money, that $325 million a year, is guaranteed for the next 13 to 15 years. All right? So you take that kind of money, and you now add what's go- what they're going to get. They're going to get a monster boatload of money from of, of Japanese advertising. So you might say, oh, okay, yeah. So, you know, from fiscal responsibility, it, it pays for them because now this is what they can do. But here's where I think it doesn't pay for Major League Baseball. You, you Listen, I did a podcast a couple of weeks ago when they signed Otani. I said, good for Otani, bad for baseball. Ditto. Good for Yamamoto, bad for baseball. Because you heard what I just said to you about the $325 million a year on their TV deal for the next guarantee for the next 13 to 15 years. Not all the teams have that. Not all the teams can do that. When I'm not talking about the Dodgers. I'm not talking about the Mets, the Yankees. I'm talking about so many other teams. That's why this free agency business lacks in baseball. Because not everybody can play in the same ballpark. It's not on a level playing field. That is the difference between Major League Baseball and the National Football League. And you certainly know that I have been critical many a time of some of the garbage that the National Football League pulls. Big time. But why is the National National Football League so strong and their ownership so strong? Why? And am I partial because you guys know that I'm, uh, you know, I'm involved with the New York football giants, but let him rest in peace, the great patriarch of the giants, Wellington Mara. Back in his 60s, he had it. New York was his. This major market, this metropolitan area market was his. He He owned it. He had it. And what did he say? To everybody, he says, no. The money has to be shared for the strength of the league. You think teams like the Green Bay Packers, an iconic franchise, they wouldn't even be in Green Bay anymore if if they didn't share money like that. So now you have a total imbalance in Major League Baseball, and it's been imbalanced for a while. Listen, the Yankees traded. Great trade for them when they traded this offseason to get Juan Soto from the Padres. So they got him for a year before he becomes a free agent. 
Who do you think is going to bid for him? It's going to be the same teams we're talking about now. The same big market teams. Small market teams can't compete. That's why I say there will be a lockout because these numbers can't go on. I've said it before. I will say it again. When owners, when owners get together to talk, when owners get together to talk, it's called collusion. When players and agents and the Players Association, the union gets together to talk, that's fine. Something's not fair there. And, and I know, like, for example, guys are waiting to see who was going to sign with who. Now, before, they, they were waiting to see what was going to happen with Otani and Yamamoto. So now you'll see other teams because they're waiting. And you might say, well, you know, that makes sense from an agent standpoint, a player standpoint to wait. I get you on that. But I'm just saying it's not fair if the players and the agents can talk. And I'm a player's guy. But the owners talk and it's collusion. Something's cockeyed. The system's broke. But think about it. And then I've heard this, which I I read it someplace yesterday. And it just, I said, huh? What are we talking about? It, it, It said... You know, now now the Mets are a team that's going to be tough to sell to star free agents. Why are they a team that's tough to sell to star free agents? First of all, let me tell you something, what you sell to star free agents. You know what you sell to star free agents? Unless they just want to live in magnificent weather or this and that, it's one thing. But you know what you sell? You know what the big thing that lures the free agents? The money. What's That's the bottom line. So don't give me this business. You know, the Met, they have Francisco Lindor. They got Pete Alonso. This is not some rum-dum team. And they have an owner who's worth a lot of money. But, you know, maybe that owner all of a sudden is saying, you know what? I've been in baseball a few years now. Maybe I got to realize it's not just about having the money. It's about how everything is organized, how it's put together, what my game plan is moving forward. And maybe I want to make sure that I'm not being played where everybody's going to wait to see what I'm going to do. So so people, you, you know, maybe Cohn is saying to himself, and I haven't spoken to him, but maybe he's saying to himself, you know what? I don't want to be the guy responsible for everything ridiculous that happens financially. I mean, his 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 paycheck, his his salaries, uh, you, you know, what he was paying last year was absurd. He's got a, a, a luxury tax of $101 million. $101 million. Come on. And as far as the Yankees go, why the hell should the Yankees have given this guy that kind of money when Garrett Cole, their ace, their Cy Young winner, got $324 million for nine years and a guy 
who was a proven commodity here stateside when they signed him as a free agent. Plus a $50.6 million posting fee? Nobody's talking about that. Nobody is talking about that. So it's not paying him three twenty-five. Yeah, you're paying him three twenty-five, but it's costing you three seventy-five point six million dollars. You're gonna see what's gonna happen in the next week or two when more people sign. The numbers are gonna be ridiculous. And because of those numbers being ridiculous, I'm telling you, as sure as I'm sitting talking to you nice people, there will be a lockout in 2026. It cannot go on like this. You might all sound great. You know, Dodgers, yeah, yeah, listen, they're going to make all this money between advertising and, and TV and, and, and all what he brings in, Otani and Yamamoto. That's all great for the Dodgers. It's not great for baseball. It's going to lead to problems. It's going to lead to a tremendous imbalance. Because now the money, I mean, we thought money was crazy before. Now, to me, it is totally out of control. And there's got to be a way to control it. Again, I'm all for people making a lot of money. But what I hear now, what I see now, it's bad for baseball. Good for the Dodgers. Good for Otani, good for Yamamoto. But it ain't good for the overall health and welfare of Major League Baseball. And the criticism, the criticism that, that I'm hearing about, you know, you know fr- from the Mets, about the Mets, I should say, well, Steve Cohn, I mean, he was supposed to be the big guy, the power guy. How, how does he allow himself to get beat? Maybe he's not the power guy. No, maybe he's coming up with some common sense because that's certainly something that's lacking in Major League Baseball these days. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do so on Twitter at Russ Salzburg. You can do it on Facebook. You can check out my website at russsalzburg.com. As always, got to thank my home here at believe.com because I tell you each and every week, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. Above all, I got to thank you people for being here because without you people, I'd have nobody here to be talking to. And as always, I uh, suggest, I ask each and every one of you Uh, to also download the Yes app so you will be able to, you will also be able to see my Get a Load of This video podcast on the Yes app by simply downloading it, okay? But once again, how I started, want to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas, Happy and Healthy New Year, and I will be talking to you in the New Year 2024. Have a good one, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.